Are you ready to become a VIP? Do you have a cell phone that you can text on? Then consider this an exclusive invitation. As a VIP, you will receive special secret offers via text. These items are usually free and they are always must-have craft supplies from beloved brands. Send us a text and become a VIP at scrapbook.com. Welcome to the Life Handmade Podcast by Scrapbook.com. I'm your host, Stephanie Foster. On today's episode, we speak with the talented Jen Hadfield. Jen opens up about the pressures of appearing perfect on social media and how she's changed her outlook on that over the past few years. She shares her struggle with depression following her divorce and how she's now trying to be more vulnerable online in hopes of connecting with others who might also be struggling. And she talks about the benefits of journaling and how some of her challenges in life have actually inspired some of her latest paper collections. Jen is married and a mother of five with a blended family living in Salt Lake City, Utah. She runs the popular Tater Tots and Jello blog where you can find DIY projects and recipes as well as home decor and craft ideas. And she has her own scrapbooking line of papers and stickers through Pebbles Inc. that we're going to be talking about later today. So welcome to the podcast, Jen. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for coming into the studio today. Yeah, I have followed your blog for years and it's fun to kind of get to know Jen behind the scenes of Tater Tots and Jell-O. Um, and a lot of the things that you've been posting recently, let's talk about your cute home in Salt Lake that you've just purchased and are kind of redoing. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, totally. So um, I've been blogging for, it'll be 12 years this year. And um, I started remodeling a house um, that was a couple houses ago. It was a 1905 cottage. Mm-hmm. And I just fell in love with it. Um, I bought it when it was just a one-bedroom home. And then I um, ended up getting divorced. And I remodeled it and moved into it. And then I ended up moving. But I always missed that house. Okay. Um, so I found a house downtown that's old. It's 1891. And we moved in about four months ago. And it's just like a dream come true, really. <laughs> it is beautiful what you have done with it. What has that process been like? Kind of what condition was it in? Because I see the pictures now online of how beautiful it is. What was that well, like? We're in the middle. It's uh-huh. not really super beautiful right now, but that's okay. Um, so it's 1891 and it had been pretty run down um, a while ago. It was turned into apartments um, until 1990 and then somebody bought it, turned it into um, a one family home again. Um, and it's, it's not in like terrible shape or anything, but it just, I'm trying to restore it to like what it could be like Mm -hmm. its best version of itself, but I love it. It's just, um, it's kind of like just quirky. It's a quirky old house and and like the floors are all crooked and the walls and nothing centered, but I just love it. Um, and I actually had an epiphany about it. I don't know. Should I tell you about that? Yes, I'd love to hear it. (laughs) Okay. So um, I'm I'm an introvert, and I think a lot of bloggers are. Um, so we just kind of hide behind the screen, and we do our projects, and we put it on the screen. But it's hard to get up in front of the screen. Um, and I, with Instagram, like it's all about stories right now, mm-hmm. and it's been really difficult for me to do stories because I kind of just look at Instagram, and like everybody has this perfect 
page and like when they're on Instagram, they have like this awesome outfit on and their hair is perfect and everything's put together. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so it's kind of intimidating. Um, so I was just not really doing many stories with myself in it. Um, but one of the things that I love about blogging was I really created a community at the beginning mm-hmm. when I was blogging. And that was my favorite part about blogging. So I kind of have lost that um, just in terms of like the social media things. Like the personal connection you yeah, felt through like the community. Yeah, like I just loved like the comments and I would talk to people and get to know people. And mm-hmm. when even my readers would come to Utah, I'd meet them. And Neat. I just loved that connection. Mm-hmm. So I think there is that connection in Instagram. Um, but I was feeling just very intimidated by the stories. So I had an epiphany about my house. And so I moved from a place that was the master planned community that was like perfect looking. And like I had this house, it was like all done and it looked great. But I never felt the same about it as I did about my cottage from before because I just, it was like too perfect. Mm -hmm. And I didn't feel like I really fit in there. So I bought this house. It's like really quirky and nothing works. Like we the dishwasher doesn't work. We don't have a garage. Like we don't have a laundry room. So, um, but I just love every single thing about it, even like the crazy quirky parts. And I was thinking about it and I was like, you know, I could go on Instagram and like people might love that I'm kind of quirky and I, you know, not this perfect vision of a person, but they might kind of connect with me because I've been through a lot. Like I'm older and I have some things to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, why are you hiding? Why are you trying to be this person that is this perfect person? Where like, why not just be yourself is what I'm trying to say. So I just started getting on Instagram and I have my ponytail on and I'm <laughs> just like, tell me how are you feeling? You know, and I got like tons of responses and really made connections where when I'm trying to be perfect I like to have a beautiful home but like I think it's important to show who you really are and especially like if you've been through some things you know I think that there's so many people that are going through things and they it's very overwhelming I mean to look at all this perfection everywhere and to feel like that's not happening for me you know Oh, absolutely I I think social media it's been hard for so many people because we do look and everybody looks to have the perfect family and these they're taking these you know perfect trips and they they own these homes and they're always like there's no clutter anywhere you know and then you just feel less than right so I think I think that's great I think the more authentic you are online it helps your readers or your followers to connect on a deeper level with you and appreciate you know what you're able to do too yeah and when I was going through my divorce I well I've been suffering from depression for a lot of years and you know like covering it up because I didn't want anyone to know about it Mm -hmm. so when I went through my divorce I was like at a very very low point and I didn't have anyone that I knew that had been gone that had gone through a divorce so I just felt very, very isolated and very, very depressed. And um, I just think like there's a lot of people that have that are going through things like everyone's going through something. And I just think it's so important to share and to be able to come out through the other side of being depressed and going through a divorce and be able to come out and be so much happier and to have a family that looks different, but is still you know, even better than it was before is like something that I would love to share with people. 
Um, Because I know there's a lot of people going through that that are feeling like very alone. Oh, I think everyone who goes through that feels the loneliness. And I think for you to be able to share your experience and give them that hope, you know, that that you can come, come out of it and come through it is so big. I think... I think that's one of the biggest reasons why we go through these trials and experiences. If, if we can share those with others right. and then help someone else along, it yeah. helps so much. And I'm much. not like saying that my I'm living like this perfect life right now. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying like I've gone through it and like you can get through it. And every day you get a little bit better and you feel a little bit better. And I just want to kind of give back you know, to help somebody else that might be going through it. That's so wonderful, Jen. Reminds me of a quote that Heidi Swap, I believe, said, where it's through our strengths that we compare ourselves with one another. You know, someone says, I'm really good at this. And you're like, oh, well, you know, you're trying to compare. (laughs) But it's through our weakness that we connect. Yeah, And if we're trying to connect with others, it's when we share those personal experiences. I've got a good friend who says, I don't feel like I'm connected as a, as a good close friend until we've cried together, you know, <laughs> until you've shared something that's yeah, heartfelt. True. So I just appreciate you so much being open and being willing to share that experience and with us today and also online. So thank you. Yeah, of course. I, when I was going through it, I was like terrified of anyone knowing about it. So I didn't tell anybody about my divorce, like until it had been going on for like two years Mm -hmm. um, because I was so afraid of what people would think. Mm -hmm. And um, like, I've learned that I don't have to be afraid. Like I can just be myself. And that's so freeing, liberating. Yeah. Yeah. When you get to that point. Right. So tell me a little bit about like maybe your creativity during this process, because sometimes when you're suffering from depression or you're going through a hard time or, um, you know, divorce, that type of thing, you can get in a funk and sometimes you don't feel like creating. That must've been hard for you when that's your livelihood. (laughs) What was that like? It was really, I had a lot of anxiety about it. Um, because I had my blog, so I had a lot of pressure that I needed to keep going because I was a single mom. Like I was, you know, just had to survive on my income. Mm -hmm. Um, But I didn't have, like, I think when you're going through depression or divorce or both, you don't have that creativity. Like your, your mind, you're just doing like the basic things that you can to get Mm -hmm. to survive. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a really hard time being creative and like, I'm a big reader and I read every night and I couldn't read a book for like two years. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just kind of forced myself to do my blog, but I, um, I just kind of had a hard time, but I made myself take photos. Like I knew that I would want to document the years for my kids. I mean, they were right in the middle of growing up, you Mm -hmm. know, I had like from a, I think like seven-year-old to 17-year-old or maybe 18-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. They were all at home. Yeah. Yeah. Like my oldest, he had just started college when it happened. So I knew that like I had these kids and they would want to document this time, but it was very hard. So I really made myself get in, like take some pictures and get in the pictures. And I'm glad I did. Um, But I think like if I had had a better support system and if I had, had some people I could have depended on or felt like um, that could help me through it, I would have done a lot better during that time. Sure. Or to be able to talk to someone who's been there because that's always just... So I finally did go the... I went to therapy and that was like really great and helped me be able to cope a lot better. 
that it's really hard to be creative when you're just struggling to just get through each day. It is, but a great tip to just keep taking the photos, right? Yes. Keep taking the photos. And I actually think like if you are feeling depressed or if you are going through a hard time, if um, I just started journaling, Mm -hmm. which is like, I don't know why it's taking me so long, but I've always felt like I was too busy to do it. Um, But I just started and I just love it right now. So like I've just been journaling and um, like just like doodling and it's really helping my creativity. So I think I would say to just do something like that. If you're having a hard time, just um, take like 15 minutes a day and just like do a little meditating Mm -hmm. or whatever, and then just do a little bit of something creative. Such great advice. Yeah. And I, you can even make the journaling a little creative if you wanted to add some washing tape or do yeah. something, you know, like you like said, to the I, doodling exactly. or something. Or I like use my little embellishments and then I just like draw some rainbows or whatever. But know? even if it's just putting pen to paper and yes. writing your thoughts down, I, there's so yes. much benefit. It's so in freeing that. to write something down. And like I never really saw that before because I've never been a journal journaler. Mm-hmm. Um, but just writing your feelings out is really a wonderful way to kind of like get rid of some emotions and really kind of put down how you're really feeling so that you can kind of process it better. Mm -hmm. So yeah, no, that's great advice. Thank you. So one of your lines that came out, I think the one right before this new one that we will be talking about was called This is Family. Yes. So was that influenced by kind of what you were going through at the time? Or tell us the story behind that. So as I said, like, it seemed like everyone had these perfect families or whatever. But there's so many people that are um, have a family situation that isn't like the norm mm-hmm. kind of family. Um, so I really wanted to create a line that had like all different kinds of people and all different kinds of families and all different colors of people and everything um, so that people could relate and kind of just use the line to create the family that they have mm-hmm. so that they can scrapbook it and um all that. So it's all different kinds of families and it's centered around different types of activities that you do with your family. So there's like going on car trips or going gardening or going hiking, just all the things that I thought of that bring me together with my family. And like, it doesn't have to be a biological family. It can be just like a family of your choosing. Your or, loved one. Yeah, yes, you like love. there's so many yes. different families that nobody needs to be alone. And like, this is just a collection that you can use to celebrate all of your friendships and all the people that feel like family to you. That's so great. It's such a cute collection and so many fun little elements in it with the picnic baskets and the bicycles. Just so many things that I like have used the ways that we create memories, you know, so. Yeah, that's great. I think in the scrapbooking world and it's easy, you know, especially back in the day when it was getting started and you look at all these pictures of perfect families you know they're married and have kids and babies and we went through infertility the first almost well it was about six six and a half years before we were able to have children and it was hard not having the baby photos you know things looked different right but I love that you know no matter what your family looks like or what stage of life you're in you can still like that with, with that line, you can go in and have adventures with friends and loved ones and whether there's children yeah. or not, or whether you're a blended family or, you know, whatever right. it looks like, yeah. you can still. They're just a special of memories, like no matter what your family situation looks like. Yes, I so. love that. Thank you. Yeah. So tell us about your newest line. 
Okay. It's called Hey Hello. Yes. <laughs> you got it. Um, yeah. Tell us so, about how that one was inspired. Okay. Um, well, I just think that gift giving and card giving is such a nice way to show someone that you care. Mm-hmm. So I thought it would be really wonderful just to make a line that's really makes gift giving and card making really easy. And you can use it for scrapbook layouts and all kinds of different creative things. Um, so it has a lot of these 12 by 12 papers that are by theme and they have um, four by three kind of sentiments on them, but they also have banners and they have um, little, yeah, tags. Yeah, the tags. So you can just cut them apart and you just add a little ribbon and put it on a gift, you know, Um, but you can make um, all kinds of projects with them, but also the cards, it just makes card making so easy. And there's also a card kit that comes with it. So it has 40 different cards and then Mm -hmm. envelopes and all goes with the papers and it just makes it like super easy. Like you can get it out and you can make all 40 cards like in an hour. So easy. Yeah. I love that. And it's just like has lots of really cute animals. Um, It's all of my papers. I just want to be like colorful and happy. So kind of go for that theme. Yeah. You always have kind of cute little furry creatures in yours, right? (laughs) Yeah. I like the little animals. And then also I try to make my papers kind of coordinate together. So the fronts and the backs Mm -hmm. go together because I love to do um, home decor projects with the papers. And it kind of is like so hard when you're trying to make a banner and like one side of the banner is like, you know, some color and then the other side's like, you know, hot turquoise or something and it's like you're like no no that can't go with (laughs) it yeah so I try to like have the fronts and the backs coordinate and then at the bottom where it has the logo on the other side is like a coordinating like pattern so Mm -hmm. you can cut that out and just use it on your cards too so well our listeners are in for a treat because you you filmed some great classes this morning using those papers and kind of making some home decor items Right. right that's true so and like we did a little gallery wall kind of segment too so it was fun That's neat. Where do you find a lot of your inspiration, either for your lines or even in your home that you're decorating? Where do you feel like you get the most inspiration from? Um, I think like nature and like my surroundings. So um, now that we're down in this like kind of historic um, area, I just like I go for a walk every day and there's all these details on these old houses that are just so amazing. Like um, all of this fretwork on all the wood and um, different things like that. So my next line actually after this is going to be based on my neighborhood and oh. I'm super excited about it. Oh, so. I can't wait yeah. to see that. But I love like just uh, my surroundings, but also there's so many um, blogs and magazines that are really inspiring too. And even like fashion, I think with mm-hmm. the colors that are coming out and kind of everything. the trends that yeah, you see. Yeah, I, I love to see like what the new colors are and things like that. So that's great. So with your home and you're kind of taking it from something old to something, you know, kind of fresh. Yeah. How do you, do you have any suggestions for how we can maybe take our layouts or even our products that maybe have been sitting around our craft room for years? How do we breathe new life into those and make those kind of new again? Yeah. Well, so when I first started blogging, I was really into doing um, like, uh, upcycling kind mm-hmm. of things. So I would go to the thrift store and I would take something and make it into something else. So that's so like you've done this forever. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like really into that and I still am. So I think like spray paint, like for me, spray painting something and then adding like 
a little um, new label to it or like washi tape or, you know, just something to kind of give it a little bit of an update is Mm -hmm. really something that I love to do. Um, So like, do you mean like um, scrapbook layouts, like updating those? Or are you talking about like home home decor? Or like it could be either one. It could be either (laughs) one. Anything, any product, or just in in your scrapbooking. You know how how do we make it fresh? Or yeah, you know what what you like to do to kind of add a new spin to it. I think that there's like so many new products that are coming out that you can go back and add things. You know, so Mm -hmm. like if you had an album, you could go back and add like some newer elements to it and just like layer it like when I first started doing my scrapbooks for my kids so my son is almost 26 and so like there weren't any stickers hardly I would like doodle everything and so like his albums I've gone back over the years and added like some die cuts to it some um washi tape like you can update those things you know they don't have to sit and be one dimensional forever you know yeah, that's really good I like that yeah what is what do you feel like is your go-to product right now one that you can't live without so as I said I've um really loved journaling lately um so I have a set of pens that are really great and it's really easy to write with and I can't remember the brand but I told you yep, we, we can, can we yeah. can link those in the note <laughs> yeah so I all um, different colors right yeah it's like a rainbow of colors and I I'm actually taking this meditation I'm in a meditation group and yeah. so like every day we have a challenge and then um so we write down the challenge and then we have to kind of like journal like our response to it so I've been using like those pens for that yes. and um, as I said, like, I think that like getting like your intentions out there is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And it's really helping me with like my goal setting and my relationships. Um, so I just love the colors. And so I'll just like write it all in my with my black pen and then just go back and like color things in. And um, I just That's I don't know great. if you've never tried journaling, you should try it. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's so many benefits to it, not only just personally. And I was actually just listening to a podcast they were talking about it where you should have one that you don't think about giving to posterity. You know what I mean? Like sometimes we get so caught up in. Yes, because I'm like, I don't know if I want like my great grandkids hearing like that I had this bad day and (laughs) whatever. You want to be real, (laughs) you know, and there are ones you do want to share your heart with your thinking about your family or posterity. Yeah, but even if you just have one for yourself. Like the rage journal or something. You can just put down those nice to put it down. But then I also love like I've been like sketching. I sketched my house in one and then I put like all the things that I wanted, all the words of like all the good feelings that I wanted to come into our house Mm -hmm. above the house. Mm -hmm. And then I like colored it all in. And so I'm just like really into that right now. That's so (laughs) So, neat. Yeah. (laughs) I think too, my, my, um, daughter from college came home over the break and I had found a journal that I had from high school. Oh, wow. Yeah. So (laughs) I had to preview it, make sure. But she loved reading through it because she realized mom also had crushes and mom also felt insecure. And mom, and like, I think Again, we're going back to sharing experiences and when we're having hard times and yeah. and 
and being real and authentic about right. it, it makes people connect with us. I've found yeah. that through my journals that I didn't even think, you know, to do that, but they were in a box and we pulled them That's out. That's so and, good. I think it's so good for your kids to be able to see that you're a real person. Yes. That you were their age and you had all these feelings. And, and we do understand like, what they're going yeah, through because we were that's there. Awesome. So many benefits to that. Yeah. So that's neat. Okay. So we ask all of our um, guests the following questions. Okay. So we're excited to hear your response. What is the most meaningful handmade project that you have created? Oh, okay. Um, so it kind of is a gift that I was given, but also I've created. So my mom, I've like share this on my blog a little bit but she made me this recipe book um it's been like 20 at least 20 years ago that's a so, precious gift yeah um so it's actually like my go-to recipe book and it has like all of our family recipes but then also she did like all these pictures of everyone and then she did like a little experience that had to do with the recipe oh. so anyways i love it and so i actually made some for my kids um, using my papers and stuff. And it has mine. So hers were more like printed on the computer, but mm -hmm. mine I made with, um, I just like handed everything. And then I did like pockets so they could put like recipe cards in there. And I hope they, I mean, at this point, they're kind of like, don't think it's don't know how awesome oh, it is they will <laughs> but i hope in like 20 because when she this. gave it to me i was like oh yeah thanks you know oh. but now it's like my favorite thing so i'm hoping that my kids will really use it and like oh yeah and i wrote down like little you know experiences from when they were growing up and funny things they said when they were small and stuff like that so in each of their books there was a di so it was different for each one Oh, no, it was the same. But like in all of their books, I'd be like, well, Nick used to say jello oh, like this when cute. he would make this jello or whatever. And they all get it because they remember, you know, so they're yes. like, oh, yeah, Nick, he's funny. Oh, I've never heard of doing so. the recipe book with the the memories like yeah. that. That is so neat. Do you have yeah. that on your blog? Like that we could link to as well? Um, yes. Pictures somewhere? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll give you the link. I would love to see that. Yeah. That's it's a great, it's a great gift idea, like Christmas gift or oh, whatever. Yes. So. Oh, that is so meaningful. Yeah. What is the most meaningful handmade gift you've received from someone else? Well, that would probably be the or same, same thing. thing. So you but, received it and then but created But then one. my mom, my mom actually, that's who I think I get my creativity from. And mm -hmm. also my kids are very creative. But so she has made everyone quilts too. And she's a big quilter. And so those are really like for also I have this on my blog. So she makes a quilt for all the kids when they turn 18, when they graduate. And it's a t-shirt quilt. Yes. So it has all their t-shirts from when they're growing yes. up. And so I did a tutorial on how to do it. But a memory um, quilt. Yes, it's very very meaningful and they take it with them and keep it forever so that is so neat yeah and my daughter who's um 15 she has a whole pile already and she's, she's like i'm gonna use shirts. all my own shirts because some of the other kids we had to go to like um the thrift store to get a few extra shirts because we uh -huh. had like donated too many so she's like this is my pile for my quilt Aww. so she's already making a, a pile for it so that is great and it means so much because grandma made it yes you know yeah and she puts a little tag on it and it's cute. <laughs> so cute. Well, yeah. thank you so much, yeah, Jen. It has been you. such a pleasure to speak with you, you today. Too. And thanks for having me. Appreciate your realness and just oh, being thanks. so authentic. And I know so many people are going to be able to relate with you. I hope so. And like, I'd love to have people just email me if they want advice or anything. Yeah, you know? Where can they find you online? 
So I'm at tatertotsandjello.com. And then my email is at the top of my blog up there if they want to email or just leave a comment. And, you know, I'd love to connect with okay. whoever. So And Tater Tots and Jello on Instagram as well. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah. thank you. Thank you. We really enjoyed our conversation with Jen today and are so grateful for her opening up and sharing her story with us. We've put links in the show notes for her beautiful paper collections and her website too. You can also go to scrapbook.com forward slash podcast for more information. Scrapbook.com carries over 40,000 unique items and is the number one online store for paper crafters. When you shop at scrapbook.com, You'll enjoy award-winning customer service, great prices, a huge selection of products, and super-fast shipping. You also benefit from nearly 200,000 authentic product reviews from crafters just like you. Also, make sure to connect and get inspired by other crafters in the scrapbook.com forum and gallery. And sign up for one of our online classes, too. They're free. Be sure to subscribe to the Life Handmade podcast in your favorite podcast app, and enjoy our other episodes too. Happiness is life handmade.